Hey everybody, it's another edition of Kurt Schlichter's Unredacted Podcast, the Town Hall VIP podcast that says to the FCC rules, fuck you, I will say whatever I damn well please. And what I please to do today is sit outside in my yard and record this very, very special episode. So you may hear the wind blow, you may hear a car honk, you may hear barking and bitey, barking at biting at stuff. You may hear uh, Irina and I guzzling down some of the delicious sangria that I prepared. Tink, tink, that's my, hold on. Mmm, yummy. God, it's so yummy and sunny and beautiful out here in California. Little would you know that we are swimming in a sea of disease. If you believe Gavin Newsom, and I don't believe Gavin Newsom, and I'll tell you why I don't believe Gavin Newsom. I don't believe Gavin Newsom because he wasn't man enough to keep Kimberly Guilfoyle. Okay? He lost her. Donald Trump picked her up. Right? Donald Trump Jr. Picked him by Rena's over there. Donald Trump Jr. Make sure you got that correct. Donald Trump Jr. got with her. It was like uh, uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot and Baby Got Back. You know? So that's that's how it went. Sir Mix-a-Lot is my analogy du jour. This is the quality content you come to the Unredacted Podcast with Kurt Schlichter for. There goes a the car. Okay, anywho, let's talk about this uh, 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 virus stuff that uh, Gavin Newsom is, uh, is pushing out. Have you noticed that there's a lot of talk about how the... Uh, how the virus uh, numbers are spiking. And I'm wondering if, I don't know, about two weeks ago, there was any kind of incident or series of, I don't know, large groups gathering that might account for the rapid increase in the uh, uh, pangolin pandemic rates among young people. I don't know. I'm thinking, huh, must have been that Trump rally, which no one came to, according to the mainstream media. I don't know. Just just positing. Now, I've been told by science people who are of science and understand science that if you are sufficiently woke, you are immune to the bat soup flu. Now, look, I'm just a simple country lawyer from Los Angeles, so I don't understand concepts like the scientific method. But I have to say, and I know you're going to go, Kurt, you're being a science denier. I have to say, I'm a bit skeptical about that theorem. And you got to look at some other things, too, like the death rate. The death rate is dropping through the floor. The testing rate is going through the roof. What gives? Huh. Maybe this virus wasn't as deadly as all the smart people who we should listen to said it was. Maybe they're full of shit. And, you know, maybe they're full of shit about the global warming hoax as well. You know, this brings me to a subject that's dear and near say it's normally near and dear, but you get it backwards here. You get a different take. It's dear and near to my heart, which is, God, I forget what it is. I, I go down a tangent. I, I wander into this alley. I'm mugged by a hobo, and I, I am totally off my mark. I have no idea. And, and I got barky and bitey, and there's apparently a squirrel or something. This is chaos, folks. But, you know... Here on the Unredacted Podcast, I made a commitment. People are going, Kurt, you've got to have high production values. You've got to be smooth. You've got to be like silk. And my response was, thank you for your import. import. Thank you for your input. Fuck off. I will do whatever I damn well please. And I damn well please to sit out and give you a half hour of content a week. Stream of consciousness, if you will. 
And that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to sit here and talk. I'm going to talk about what occurs to me, what doesn't occur to me. And if it doesn't make sense, well, maybe in a few minutes it will because I'll be on to something else. In any case, have you noticed? Uh, I There we go. Hold on. I have recovered my train of thought. And my train of thought before it derailed, before the bridge over the river cart was blown up, kill him! Kill him! Remember that? that great scene at the Bridge of the River Kwai. I got a Dennis Miller Bridge of the River Kwai story I got to tell you sometime. We're not going to do that right now. But anyway, let's get back to where I was going, which is our scientists are full of shit, and everything they say is crap and wrong. And that seems to be a continuing problem with our establishment, with our elite, which is not elite and is barely established. These people who think are our they are our betters are not better. They're much, much worse. And I know I say that a lot, but it's very, very true. And they're always wrong. Okay? Again, this is the worst generation. This is a generation whose achievement is not, I don't know, defeating the Depression and the Nazis in World War II. It's not putting a man on the moon or getting the Civil Rights Bill passed. It's freaking grinder. That's this generation. Its achievement is grinder. Think about that. And maybe swiping left and right, which I think is the other one, which is Tinder. I, I, these are not, look, I've been married 20 years. This is not my my bailiwick. I'm just using hip cultural references as a weapon. So anyway, that's, that's where that goes. So they suck. And a lot of things suck. Academia sucks. Let's burn it down. You know, that's where this critical race theory crap that's uh uh, the ideological underpinnings of the whole idiot rioter tsunami came from. It was a bunch of people who couldn't get real jobs teaching dipshit sophomores stuff that was going to scandalize mommy and daddy back in the suburbs. And suddenly, amazingly, these people have infested society. And what I don't get, what I don't understand, is the lack of fuck you. Now, let me, let me expand upon that, uh, much like, you know, someone expands being explosively decompressed in space, you know, splattering goo everywhere. Let me expand upon that. We need, as a society, to tell stupid people to fuck off. And uh, now I have a giant umbrella falling on me, even as I continue to record. That's the... Honey... <laughs> you come quicker. It's going to kill me. I'm going to be killed by this giant umbrella. I don't know what the hell's going on here. So, that's... <laughs> There's this giant umbrella that almost fell on me as I'm sitting out in the sun. And, uh, wow. So that Do you want to level it somehow? Before it falls on me and kills me. I'm supposed to... Okay, I'm doing many things here. And again, this is a Kurt Schlichter unredacted podcast. We're not going to stop. I'm not going to. Oh man, you brought that. That should be okay. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know either. Okay. Well, folks, this is the content that you're happy to pay for here at uh, Town Hall VIP. Kurt Schlichter dodging death as his. You're welcome, honey. Thank you. Oh wait, thank you because you did all the work. I'm just sitting here podcasting. I'm sitting here. I'm making a difference. This is my difference. Enjoy the difference. Okay. All right. I'm making a difference. 
Barky and Bitey are here. They're making a difference too. Okay. So, and again, again, I'm down the alley and I got mugged. I don't even know where I was. Instead, I get tackled by a freaking hobo and he, and he, and he pukes hobo juice into me. It's horrible. Now I'm going to become a hobo. Isn't that how they make hobos? Are hobos like zombies? You know, you're a normal guy. You're walking down. Hobo cruises up, bites you, gets hobo juice on you, and suddenly you become a hobo. Is that how that works? I don't know. It could be. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. No one will ever know. I don't know how we could know. Perhaps science could teach us. And you know how I feel about science. I'm again it. I'm again science. So, anyway. And you're sitting there going, I, uh, Kurt's, uh, Kurt's on one of his things again. How much sangria has Kurt had? Well, let me have a little more. Hold on. Mmm. But yeah, back to academia. What a dump. Why do we put up with this shit? Why do we pay money to these people? I got some good news. Academia is dying. And academia is dying both of suicide and of old age. Because the old model is completely wrecked. And it was wrecked before. Remember, they're charging, you know, $70,000 a year to go off to kind of a semi-luxury place where people party and they go to a couple classes. And that meets the needs of frivolous rich kids. But it doesn't really meet the needs of, you know, a substantial number of people who are going to college to actually have skill. And... I mean, coming out of school with a $200,000 debt, that's a bad thing. And, of course, the people, you know, the parents, a lot, I mean, you know, they, they can't pay for it. They're trying to get their own retirement in order. So you have this giant debt, and the schools don't care because the government backs the debt. So the, the banks are always going to get their money. So they'll just lend, lend, lend. And what happens when you lend more and more and more? Oh, great. Now my dog's going to vomit. I should I should totally put that. Honey, do, 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 you don't have to vomit right in front of me. Oh, my God. She's vomiting right here. There's a whole yard. And, and Bitey comes over here to vomit. She must have heard me talking about academia. Gosh. You know, if I talk about the Democratic Party, she's going to leave a steaming grumpy in front of me. This is just weird. Are you okay? She was eating grass. Now she's puking. She seems fine. Are you good? To, hey, come here. Come here. Come here. You want some sangria? Yeah, who's a good dog? Do you like to party? Yes, you do. What an excellent creature. Come here. Okay. All right. Anyway. So it's dying because the model is just old. It just doesn't work anymore. It doesn't give you what you need. You get a degree in collectivist mime you're two hundred thousand dollars in debt maybe you can work at starbucks maybe not because you're probably not qualified it's not working and then you got technology technology allows the delivery of knowledge in a much much more effective and efficient form you don't have to all gather in a giant classroom you can watch it at 3 a.m on a video and you know, we were kind of going that way. You got University of Phoenix and places like that. We were kind of going that way anyway. And then the pangolin pandemic panic hits. And suddenly everybody's got to do it. And suddenly it kind of proves the concept. Now, is it exactly the same? It's not the exactly the same. There are always trade-offs. 
you know, there, you know, you can, you can go buy a $5,000 hand tailored suit. I think actually a good hand tailored suit is probably more than $5,000, but you can go and you can go spend, okay, spend $10,000 on a hand tailored suit. That's absolutely perfect. And it fits you perfectly as you are that day. You may gain a little weight and then it doesn't fit you or you may lose some, doesn't fit you more likely gain in my case. God, you know, holy cow. Don't ever turn 55. Okay, your metabolism, uh, g you know, uh, gets uh, gets <laughs> slower than your average bulwark rider on the pickup. It's it, it, it's bad anyway. Or you know, you, you get that ten thousand dollars suit, and it's a perfectly looking suit, good looking suit. Or you know, you go to uh, you know, the suit barn, and you get a suit that's about. 85% is good. Okay? It's a good-looking suit. It's not great, and it doesn't have all the little finishes, and the, the buttons aren't bone. You know, they're probably plastic. But, you know, it's not bad. The, the quality's significantly better than it would have been 20 years ago. All right? Just because automation's that much better. All right? Except you're only paying, like, 700 bucks for it. Or maybe even three, 400 bucks. So you can get a $10,000 suit... Or you can get a suit of about 80 to 85% is nice for 5 to 10% of the price. What do you think people are going to do? There will always be a market for people getting the $10,000 suit. There's a certain cachet to it. And yeah, there may be a little quality edge to it. That, that way, there, there's always going to be a Harvard. There's always going to be what was called Yale until Jesse uh, Kelly began his... Uh, 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 cancel Yale thing because Yale apparently Elihu Yale was a horrible slaver uh, which is like the least surprising revelation I can imagine <laughs> how these how these assholes turn out to be hypocrites huh by the way where'd Hillary Clinton go law school Yale you benefit from tr structural racism you Chardonnay swilling bitch okay so back to my suit analogy most people are going to go, I'm going to spend 500 bucks on a suit. I'm going to have an 80% solution. Nobody's going to notice the difference because most people are going to have a $500 suit, right? Most people are not going to spend the money on a full four-year college type thing anymore. They're going to take what they need from the educational establishment, and they're not going to pay $200,000 for it. Unless it's one of the boutique kind of colleges. There will always be that small thing, but the vast majority of people in the future are not going to go through the typical four-year college experience that I went through. Uh, now, I went to UC San Diego, which has been at least once called America's Greatest University, which I consider America's greatest joke because I spent the entire time trying to get laid and succeeding in getting shit-faced, mostly on Coors Light and tequila. No, Ron Rico, uh, no, 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 Ron Bacardi Rum was my favorite early on. Then I, then I branched out. But I basically partied my way through school, and the only thing I got out of it was I learned to write. I learned to write comedy at the Koala, which is a funny paper. I learned to do conservative stuff at the California Review. I was uh, Duncan Hunter 1.0's uh, intern for a while. He kept a shotgun in his Congress office, by the way, which endeared me to him greatly. And those, those extracurricular things are valuable and they're important, but I don't think they're $200,000 important, okay? You know, I even when I'm in Washington walking around Capitol Hill, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's the Cannon Building. I used to work there. No, it's, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a thing I did. 
And, you know, I spent most of it, you know, again, trying to get laid and drinking. Um, so that was pretty much it. And I don't think it was like worth, but I mean, it was California state school in the eighties. So it wasn't a lot of money today. It'd be a zillion dollars and probably not worth the effort. So what I'm saying is that colleges really have got to change because of technology, because of age, because they're simply not going to meet the needs of students anymore. Uh, and, and most importantly, they've earned the enmity of about at least half of America. Because I don't know about you, but I fucking hate academia and I want it to burn. Okay, I'm going to do everything I can to harm it. And I expect my Republican congressman, my Republican senators, and my Republican president to join in kicking it to the ground and then pissing on its quivering body. That's what I want, and I think that's what you want. We want to destroy academia. Now, you go, what, what about sports? Dude, college sports are done. That's just, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, some people like their sports. Maybe some sports will drag along a few colleges into the future but I think it's uh, I think it's unlikely I think what we're going to see is half of them you know when, whenever conservatives have power political power we're going to use it to screw with colleges and I think that's good because I think it's important that we uh, punish our enemies and reward our friends wait that sounds like uh, that sounds like uh, uh, Barack Obama yeah it does doesn't it right what's uh, good for the goose is good for the gander. In this case, what's uh, good for the communist tool is good for us, too. So, you know, let's uh, deal some pain, as the kids say. Uh, the kids who are hip. So, anywho. College is going to change. College is going to die. College, this festering pustule of communist secretions is going to to crash and burn okay it's gonna burn we're gonna have Nero he's gonna be fiddling or I don't know in these days maybe maybe Nero's more of a you know if Nero was here today I don't think he'd be like a violinist remember he used to do he used to make all the people come and watch him play the violin for hours and they'd be sitting there and if you fell asleep he'd like chop your head off and shit you know instead I think if Nero were here today he'd probably be a DJ going Flavius and all the rest of you meet me in the forum where I will drop a dope set <laughs> of house music. So that would be dropping a dope set with uh, Nero the DJ. That could be a bit. I don't do bits anymore because I don't do stand-up. But uh, Nero the DJ. Let's uh, let's put that uh, out there. I've got a uh, you know a. a, a Cato the Elder, the rapper. Yo, Carthage must be destroyed. Word. That's Cato the Elder rapping. So we've got that going on here. Again, the content you're looking for here at Town Hall VIP. Boom. Good news. Now, as you know, I have been an outspoken advocate of strategic patience with regard to the uh, sissy insurrection of these miserable butt munches. I have pointed out that it is purely an information operation and not a kinetic operation. 
that what we are seeing is very, very small, limited operations that get huge visibility because the media goes and films them, giving a false impression to you that America is on fire. I'm looking through my neighborhood now. I see nothing. I see some... Uh, I see some guys cutting something over there. I don't know if you can hear it or not. Even the dog, you can hear it. Oh, dog's barking at something. Oh, it's a guy with another dog. All right. I don't see statues being pulled down. I don't see black-clad assholes running amok. I don't see any of that kind of violence. I see calm. I see cool. I see collected. I see idiot dogs barking at another dog like they've never seen another dog before. But other than that, nothing. And it, I, I'll bet you it's the same in your neighborhood, too, unless you live in Washington, D.C., and you're looking out the window at that one park where Team Dumbass is trying to drag down the, you know, the Frederick Douglass statue or some shit because they're like, Frederick Douglass? Well, he's a racist. <laughs> Nothing's going on. Yet, it, it's frustrating to us. And, you know, we want our guys to get some stick time on these hippies. Okay, look, if I thought it was to our advantage to go out and kick a bunch of Antifa ass, I would be all for it. I I, I am all about tactics and objectives and strategies. Okay, I want to win the objective. And if the tactic works, you know, if going out there and beating the living shit out of these butt munches was going to guess where we wanted to go, rock the fuck on. Okay? apply wood to cerebellum hell yeah i would i would derive a lot of amusement from that okay 68 democratic convention i'm the guy going hey hey cops there's one of those long-haired smelly hippie bastards hiding behind that garbage can beat the fuck out of them lou get phil and russo over there to join you that's cool with me i'm down with it but that's not a tactic that's going to work here. That's not a strategy that's going to work here. The strategy that's going to work here is strategic patience. Let regular cops go in and deal with this in a, a, a calm, cool manner. Identify the assholes. Go hook them up. That's what we're finally doing. Now, some of us have been telling the administration, both in public and on social media and behind the scenes, passing on, you have got to take control of the narrative. You have got to tell our people you're turning the DOJ on these SOBs. Okay? All right, you are unleashing the hounds on these guys. You're standing them off to the stony lonesome. Finally it happens. Trump is is tweeting pictures of the uh, America's most unwashed. Uh, you've got footage of uh, dudes being hooked up at their house because what they do is they identify them on video, figure out who they are, get a warrant and then the feds go pick their asses up for crossing state lines. That's a five-year beef in freaking Leavenworth. Yeah, here, here's the thing. They got you know the little, little the little white guy from uh, suburban Connecticut sitting in federal prison, going, "How do I survive? I gotta join the Aryan Nations. Otherwise, I'm gonna be somebody's freaking human Kleenex." Because it's a real thing. Because, you know, the, remember, Soros has hired, or, or basically gone and bought a lot of elections for these local DAs. They will not charge these guys. They get a slap on the wrist. They get charges dismissed. They walk out. It's all fun games. Bill Barr, on the other hand, bring in the pain. Bring in the pain. <sighs> He's Judge Roy fucking Bean. Okay? He's the hanging judge. And suddenly these guys are going, wait a minute, it's not all funny. I'm going to jail. I want to go back to school this summer. 
I didn't want to get traded around the cell block for packs of cigarettes. I wasn't in, there, wasn't in the plan. They didn't teach me that at Antifa training. Remember, there's three kinds of assholes at Antifa. One, communist cadre. These are the professional guys. Two, actual criminals, the meth heads, the shitheads. You know, and I, I said before, I'll say it again. If it was Shriners rioting, they'd stick a fez on and set fire to something. Then you got the little trust fund assholes, little suburban kids who think it's fun. That's always the the oh, the uh, chubby Karen girl who's screaming at the uh, you know the white girl who's screaming at the black cop about how he's a cog in the machiner crushing machinery of oppression. All right, that's the one, right? And she's the one who th who who never really had in her head that she could be doing two to four in the pokey for being a fucking idiot that's the one you want to get out those are the, those are the real those are the power target that's the weak point okay those are the guys you want those are the guys you want to deter and that's what they're doing because they're identifying these people Barr says they're doing 500 investigations if you took 500 of these guys remember there's maybe 20,000 in the whole country of these assholes, right? You take one in 40 of them and you stick them in federal prison, the rest are going to get the fucking message. Not the meth-heady criminal types, not the commie cadres, but the kids on, on freaking spring break from uh, uh, Duke. That's the one who's going, yeah, it was all fun and games till somebody stuck handcuffs on me and didn't take them off 10 minutes later. Holy shit. So this is good that they are finally picking up on the fact that we want to hear about w us winning. Oh, my gosh. I'm being joined by my little puppy, Barky. Hi, Barky. Bite, Bitey's over there barking. Barky is over here biting me and messing with my recording. What are you doing? God. God, you ruin everything, dog. Such a nice dog. Okay. Anyway, on that note... Since I now have a dog sitting in my lap for no apparent reason, other than to get attention. Would you stop barking at everything? Don't make me throw sangria at you. Do you want to get hit by an orange? I'm going to throw an orange chunk or an apple chunk or some chunk of something at you if you don't stop. This is the quality content you've been looking for here on Unredacted with Kurt Schlichter. Most important thing, you've got to remember this. You've made it this far. Remember this. Next week, my book drops. 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. It's coming out. I need your help. I want to get on the Times bestseller list or force them to not put me on it, which is even better because I can get more publicity that way. I need you to pre-order it. I need you to go there right now. You just, just put in 21 Lies, Kurt Schlechter on Google. It will take you to Amazon. Go ahead. Buy it. And uh, you will like it because it is funny as fuck. And it's at least been edited, unlike Unredacted with Kurt Schlechter. It's at least coherent. So uh, follow me on Twitter. Keep reading my uh, town hall stuff. And I will see you guys very, very soon here on my next Unredacted with Kurt Schlick. Bye-bye.